Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Thanks for downloading today's podcast. It's Thursday, November the 19th, two weeks into the second national lockdown. And we're starting today with news that two parts of Kent now have some of the highest coronavirus infection rates in England. Swale is second in the country with 617 cases per 100,000 people and Thanet is 15th with 510. Positive tests across Kent are continuing to rise and the county's overall infection rate has gone above the national average. Meantime, the wife of a man who died after contracting coronavirus at a Kent hospital says her husband didn't stand a chance. Paul Tucker was admitted to Medway Maritime with a suspected urinary tract infection. Sam says he was immediately put at risk by being put on a ward with Covid patients despite not having a positive result himself. She's told us what happened. When Paul first went into hospital... He he hadn't been at the house in 18 months. So he hadn't been anywhere. He'd isolated. The, the care company were really good. They took every precaution coming into this house. We didn't have visitors. It was just my parents. And even my parents didn't go near, you know, we weren't, we all made sure that with COVID, it was really, really... You know, important to make sure Paul didn't come into contact with anything from the outside. Um, so when I was told he was tested negative for COVID going into hospital, he, I thought, you know, this is not going to be as bad as I thought because I couldn't go in with him. Um, I was told I couldn't even go outside. Um, I couldn't even go into any, so I just had to, you know, keep on the phone with him. And a couple of days later, Paul told me um, that he tested negative for COVID, but he was in the same bay as a COVID patient in the same ward. And he was actually in a ward with other COVID patients. And he just wanted me to get him out of there. He's, he just wanted out. And he should never have been put in that position at such high risk. I was on the phone um, with the normal doctors and they said that he's really not well, so we're going to try and get him into HDU to look after him. But the next 24 hours are critical. And he actually got through the 24 hours. And then I had a call from the mobile, which was one of the doctors. Um, saying that his blood work that had come back um, wasn't looking really good um, and he was on 100% oxygen he was on the top meds that they could give him he, he couldn't have anything else and they offered to do Skype with him and I had to speak to we got to speak to him about three times. But I I don't know if he could hear us. And we were told that later on they wanted we had a few phone calls back and 
they told us there was nothing more they could do for him and he was going to die. He would want me to fight this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do exactly that so other people don't go through what he's been through. Because I can't, I can't I can't live with myself knowing what they're what they're doing to people because it's dangerous what's going on in there. Paul was 57 and passed away a week ago. The Trust Chief Exec says their thoughts are with Mr Tucker's family and insists their priority is to keep staff and patients safe at all times. In other coronavirus news, plans for how COVID-19 vaccinations will be rolled out in Kent have been unveiled today. Health bosses hope to set up three mass vaccination sites in the county by December the 1st, where the jab will be given to care staff as a priority. It's not yet been revealed where the sites will be located. The man in charge of education in Kent has admitted schools in the county will face a tough time to stay open between now and Christmas. There's been an increase in the number of coronavirus cases across the county and more schools have decided to close completely for two weeks to act as a circuit breaker. Director Matt Dunkley has said the next few weeks will be a challenge. And Dartford Grammar School for Girls is facing criticism today for making students wear plain face coverings. The rule was brought in after the government announced masks should be worn in communal areas. Well, one mum says it's stopping pupils from displaying any form of individuality or light-heartedness during the pandemic. You can let us know what you think today by taking part in our poll at kentonline.co.uk. Kent Online News. Next and our most read story today is about Gravesend Bake Off star Laura Adlington, who's hit back at Twitter trolls after making it through to this year's final. Some people on social media have criticised her as they think the judges got it wrong. Well, Kent Online News editor Amy Nichols watched the programme on Tuesday. So, Amy, what's all the fuss about? Bake Off viewers are in uproar on Tuesday after Hermine went. She's been a favourite throughout the competition, but didn't quite do enough on Tuesday. Laura has been a messy cook throughout and almost seems to scrape through the last minute and for some reason was saved over Hermine on Tuesday, much to a lot of viewers' annoyance. But we didn't taste the cakes, so we can only assume that Laura's baking was delicious and enough for her to get through to the final. Paul Hollywood's described it as disgusting behaviour and Laura's reminding viewers she's a real person with feelings. The dad of a two-year-old boy from Kent who's thought to have been taken abroad by his mum says he's worried about his safety. Emmanuel Jonathan Biandara hasn't been seen since being taken to his mum's home for the weekend at the end of November last year. It's thought he could now be with 34-year-old Christina Nobis in Germany, Switzerland or Austria. Anyone with information is being urged to come forward. A man in his 30s has been pushed off his bike and robbed at knife point by a teenager in Gravesend. He was cycling down an alley between Bath Street and Stewart Road when it happened last Thursday lunchtime. A 16-year-old boy has been arrested and released pending further inquiries. The captain of Maidstone United women's football team has revealed how going to prison helped save her life. Nikki Waterman became addicted to alcohol after her granddad died and stole money from family 
friends and her employer to buy drink. The 29-year-old says being behind bars helped her get sober. You can read her incredible story at kentonline.co.uk. Now, we're being urged to buy a few extra items when we're next out shopping to help feed families who are struggling in Kent this Christmas. Donations will go to the Trussell Trust, which runs food banks in the county, and Fair Share, who gives supplies to local charities. They've both seen a surge in demand during the pandemic and say this year's collection is more vital than ever. Sophie Greaves is the Trussell Trust Manager for Kent. Food banks have provided uh, more than 1.2 million um, food bank parcels to people since the start of the pandemic. And, um, you know, it's absolutely not right that anyone is forced to use a food bank. Our uh, new data shows food banks gave out 2,600 parcels to children on an average day in the first six months of the pandemic. And uh, food banks across the, the southeast specifically saw a 74% increase um, on the same period last year. So, um, you know, it's not right that anybody's um, forced to use um, a food bank. And um, we kind of forecast that food banks in our network could be giving out um, a food parcel every nine uh, seconds this winter. So, um, yeah. We want to reach a future where no one needs a food bank, but while we work towards that future, uh, we need we need uh, your help this winter supporting those food banks. Absolutely. Christmas is going to be a very, very different time of year for many families. Some people may still be on furlough, some may have lost jobs altogether, and we know how expensive Christmas can be. What are your concerns about how families will be able to feed themselves this festive season? Yes, so um, yeah, I mean, in the last few weeks, we've seen kind of incredible compassion and concern for families and children uh, facing hunger, specifically following uh, Marcus Rashford's campaigning. And it's, um, you know, it's hugely welcome to see the, the government build on the steps already taken for, by providing significant uh, new funding for local councils in England. But, you know, we do still have concerns when we're looking at, at, at the stats and, and looking ahead to, um, you know, the busiest winter that food banks have um, seen across the network and um, you know with unemployment expected to rise and redundancies at an all-time high uh, more people than ever this winter are expected to need support from a food bank and we anticipate um, you know over the, the Christmas period as well that many many families will need to um, you know be forced to use a food bank to um, put food on the table for, the, for their children and um, over Christmas. Collections of long life products are taking place in Tesco stores until Saturday evening. Jess McCulloch is from Tesco here in the southeast. Yeah so as you go into the Tesco store you'll see a donation point which will be at the entrance exit area. Um, there's a list of the most needed items as well at that collection point so you can get a bit of inspiration and a bit of an idea of the type of food the charities are looking for. And of course, our colleagues are always on hand to help answer any questions um, and, you know, give any advice that customers need. And you're also going to be making a donation as far as Tesco is concerned as well, aren't you? Yeah, so Tesco top up customer donations with 20% extra in cash for the two charities. Um, and the reason that we do that is, um, you know, the 20% that we top up more than outweighs any profit that we would make on the donated items um, and it just means that the money can help support the essential running costs of the charities so things like heating lighting 
fuel for the food delivery vans and just give them even more of a boost to help them to do their work. Olympic sprinter Adam Jamili has donated £1,000 to his old school in Dartford to support vulnerable children. The 27-year-old athlete got in touch with Wentworth Primary after the government decided not to extend the free school meal scheme for disadvantaged youngsters during the holidays. The head teacher says the money will actually be spent on electrical devices so all pupils can work from home if they need to isolate. There was a big rise in the number of people needing help from lifeguards here in the southeast this summer. Between June and August, the RNLI were called to 37 incidents involving inflatables and rescued 89 people. That's compared to 26 in the same period last year. There were also increases in people getting into trouble while paddling or playing beach games. It's been announced Anthony Gormley's sculpture of a man looking out to sea at Margate will stay there for another 10 years. The iron statue, which disappears under the water at high tide, was installed near the Turner Contemporary Gallery in 2017. And Kent's biggest theatre has announced a series of socially distanced shows. After its Nurse Nelly Saves Panto for Christmas, the Marlowe in Canterbury will have a season of music, comedy, dance and drama productions until next May. Tickets will go on sale for members today before general release on Monday. That's it for today, but you can also subscribe to the IM News app and that will give you access to all of KM Group's newspapers. To do it, head to subsaver.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.